Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist, also a keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym. That's www.thementalhealthgym.com. It's your source of information about all kinds of things related to wellness, rejuvenating, positive psychology, my own spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, and lots of different wellness-oriented things. So we're upgrading the website. If you haven't visited it recently, you may be in for surprise because I think we're making it more modern, moving it in the right direction, and being more responsive to you, whether you're on a computer or on a phone. The website is also a place where you can communicate with me and even suggest guests for future podcasts. As regular listeners know, my podcasts generally feature guests who lead their own lives with enthusiasm and have different ways of helping us to lead our lives with enthusiasm, become the best versions of ourselves that we can uh, be as we go forward wherever we are in the lifespan. Now, you also know that every once in a while, particularly on vacation weeks, I tend to run a solo podcast just to break things up a little bit and discuss a little more about my philosophy. The, the trade-off for just listening to me as opposed to somebody who's giving you new information is that my episodes tend to run a little bit shorter or a whole lot shorter Hopefully, uh, I can get in what I want to say in a relatively brief period of time. And as you may have guessed, today is one of those solo podcasts. I've titled this podcast, Don't Make Your Nest Egg One-Dimensional. I guess I could also have titled it, Don't Put All Your Nest Eggs in One Basket, but I'm talking to all of us uh, about the concept of the nest egg and retirement. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I'm not a big fan of mandatory retirement ages. There's some people who are ready to retire a whole lot earlier than others, and that's dependent upon their enjoyment of their job, what their situations are, their finances, their ability to do things that are meaningful to them, and so on. Hopefully, it's not dependent on having to retire because of health-related issues. That's kind of why I selected this topic. You know, if you retire with sufficient income to last you for your life, for the rest of your life, and then you're physically ill or you feel a loss of control over your mind, or you're lonely, then you wind up being a person who has money, but is also ill, lonely, or perhaps experiencing dementia. Now, don't get me wrong. You want to be able to save for retirement. And uh, again, listeners know that I've had several guests on who 
present various ways of doing it in a hopefully painless and profitable way so that people who do retire don't have to worry about money too much. I don't know that anybody doesn't have to worry about money too much, but we can at least reduce it by proper planning. So I don't want to indicate that that's unimportant, but I think we've had it drummed into our heads almost from the beginning of the time that we start working. Save for retirement, save for retirement, make sure that you save for retirement. When we're younger, a lot of times that goes in one ear and out the other. And if we're fortunate, we have an employer who puts money away for us to help us in this regard. But the figures are pretty pretty stark and revealing in that there's a large number of people who really wind up with no money other than Social Security when they retire. A very large number of people who have less than $100,000 to their name when they retire. And there are a large number of people who keep working, not just out of enjoyment, but because they really can't afford to retire. So I don't want to diminish that. But I do want to point out the fact that we now have a lifespan that can exceed 100 years for a lot of people with the potential for reasonable quality of life. If they're healthy, if their mind is working properly, and if they have others in their lives and are doing meaningful kinds of activities. Kind of paradoxically, the the, uh, average lifespan has reduced a little bit in the last couple of years, maybe the result of COVID-19 to some extent. Also, the obesity epidemic has taken its toll on people because of the fact that uh, it promotes other uh, diseases and reduced longevity. Uh, The opioid epidemic has taken its toll. There are a lot of factors that don't allow people to lead a full, complete lifespan, but the science is there to do so if we do the right things to maintain that. We know from uh, Dan Buettner's work on the Blue Zones that there are like five areas in the world where it's not unusual that people live to be 100 and stay active because activity level, a healthy diet, and involvement with others and learning are parts of their lives, and they continue to do so. Uh, We see active adults in all of our countries who, even if they're not living in one of the blue zone areas, are maintaining the kind of activity level that keeps them going well. Again, for, for a lot of people, retirement is an option, but not their option. The jury is still out on, in my case, I know I've uh, continued working beyond a normal retirement age and have no immediate plans to, uh, to change that. But we'll see, most people ultimately do retire for some part of their lives. Hopefully not because they're forced to. So I think it's critical to keep in mind the science and the principles that enable a longer lifespan with enhanced longevity. 
living longer and spending that time in a, in a bed in a facility without any real contact with others other than the caretakers isn't a high quality of life. You want to be able to do what you are able to do in your 30s or 50s when you get to be in your 70s or 90s. Not a totally unrealistic expectation, but it does require us not waiting until we're at an advanced age to begin to implement that. That's where the real saving for retirement comes in. As you're hopefully saving money for retirement, you're also saving your health. We know that maintaining a healthy diet, we know that not overusing alcohol, we know that not smoking, we know that maintaining a healthy body weight are all factors that enable you to increase the odds of leading a normal, healthy life. We know that maintaining a regular exercise regimen, walking on a regular basis, or if you're into it, jogging or running, all these things maintain the body in a format that will enable it to function longer. And then you want to be a lifelong learner so that the mind doesn't deteriorate. Again, just like some people can do a lot of right things and their body doesn't last as long as they want, the same thing can happen with their, with their minds. There may be genetic factors. There could be genetic factors that play a role in this. Sometimes unfortunate circumstances happen. Same thing can happen with your money, by the way. You can make some bad investments and not have as much money as you think you're going to have, particularly if uh, inflation eats into it. But you know, maintaining the healthy body, reading on a regular basis, being a lifelong learner, being involved with people in discussion groups, book groups, even being online, if you're not just mindlessly surfing the web and reading emails can be, and spending too much time on social media can be very helpful in this regard. And then don't forget the involvement with other people. Loneliness is a killer. And I know for some people, once they've experienced losses of some of the most significant people in their lives, they tend to withdraw and that decreases the odds of a healthy lifestyle. But today, I really want to put a lot of focus on you wherever you are in the lifespan, that the same principles that apply when you're 90 apply when you're 30. You want to be able to build in the good habits relative to healthy eating, relative to exercising, uh, other owning your body habits like sleep, meditation, various kinds of things that can be lifelong habits. Begin the process of lifelong learning outside of just your field, and don't forget to stay socially connected. One of the great ways of doing that is to actually do good for others, to volunteer, to help others. You always then have a constant pipeline of things to do, you know, whether or not you have a large circle of friends or whether or not you're moving to a new area, keep in mind 
The science is very strong on this. Own your body, exercise, sleep, eat healthy, be a lifelong learner and implement that habit from an early age and stay socially connected. And then if you add that to a good savings plan, then you are really building a nest egg for retirement. But it's not a one-dimensional nest egg. Just kind of keep that in mind. I hope that in this shorter than normal podcast, I've managed to get across the point that whether you're going to retire, whether you're not, whether you're close to it, whether you're in it, whatever it may be, everybody needs to save for retirement. And saving is not just financial. So don't make your nest egg one-dimensional and you build the, the program for an enhanced quality of life and enhanced longevity. And that will enable you to really best be your best version of yourself for no matter how long you live. Hope you give that some thought. More importantly, I hope that you'll implement some of these suggestions. They're not new either by me or anybody else, and they're not magic, but most of all, they're not unattainable. They are attainable. Everybody can do it. Let's do it. Let's build health. Let's build wealth as we build health. Let's be the best versions of ourselves for as long as we live And let's try and make that a good long time. And on that note, I'm going to sign off. Next week, we will have a more traditional guest rather than me interviewing myself. And as always, very proud of the quality of the guests that we have and and the learnings that they can provide for you. In the meantime, hope you visit my website, The Mental Health Gym. Hope you will, if you haven't yet, read my book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. And no matter where you are in the lifespan, lead it with enthusiasm and build a nest egg for future years that is not one-dimensional. Until next time then, this is Dr. Ron Kaiser signing off. Stay positive and stay safe.